0: AM 1170, the answer.
2: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by
0: Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
3: More dynamite! Good evening, and welcome to The Andrea K Show. Exploding through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And man, there was a whole lot of that walking around outside schools all across America today. We're going to be talking about that and more. Thank you all for joining me tonight. And if you want to talk about anything that's on your mind here on the show tonight, give me a call. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And joining me, as always, is DJ Kirit Sticks. I was on the way to winning white women. Uh, he was? Actually, he thinks? Was that DJ carrotsticks Sticks thinking he was on his way to winning white women? Or is he just crushing on Hillary Clinton? Oh, she's just the gift that keeps on giving. But doesn't she remind everybody that we really dodged a bullet? And I was one of the few people that did not post pictures of her slipping or the video of her slipping and falling down the stairs. But whatever... Um Whatever she, uh, you know, whatever health issue she's got, I'm not sure she would have made it uh, through an entire uh, first term of presidency. Um, Although, well, I'm not going to say what was on my mind right now. So speaking of these walkouts, so today was supposed to be about uh, hashtag March for our lives. And, um, you know, I was one of the first people that actually started criticizing these high school kids, uh, coming out because it just smacked, it stunk from the very beginning. It was clear that these things were organized. Uh, and I'm not even, not even talking about the walkouts at this point, but just the immediate, uh, busing the high school students from Florida to the state legislator in, in, in Florida, all the way to the White House. I felt like, it, I felt like they were given too much power that they were being exploited by the left. For no other reason than than to push gun control, today is the one-month anniversary. And to me, I think it's very clear that there's absolutely no question whatsoever that this is nothing but a tragedy being exploited by the left. Kids being absolutely used to push a leftist agenda to the degree to where there was actually violence that took place today against any kids uh, that didn't participate in it. In fact, here in San Diego, uh, the plan was that if if a kid was not going to participate in it, the kids marching were going to wear black T-shirts. And if a kid wasn't going to participate, he needed to wear a white T-shirt to indicate that, which was really just about bullying. And, you know, and to me, you know, if these kids were going to have a shred, if we're going to take them seriously at all today, then they needed to, among their demands, have at least something to do with actually securing the buildings themselves. I didn't hear that from any of these kids today. No, I heard the same scripted crap that comes out of the mouths every day from Nancy Pelosi. I really wish some of them could have proven to me that they were more than useful idiots if they had come out and actually said something about, hey, how about some deputies that don't hide behind cars when a school is being shot up? No, didn't hear anything about that either. No, all I heard was more nonsense about gun control. And I didn't hear really anybody challenging them with the facts that there is absolutely no evidence that any additional gun control laws that we don't already have on the books would have done anything. Because, oh, yeah, Columbine happened during the, quote, assault weapons ban. Uh, Virginia Tech happened with handguns. The uh, uh, what was the name of the school in uh, Connecticut? Sandy Hook happened with guns that were stolen after the guy murdered his mother. So this this is about what it's always about. Like Rahm Emanuel said, let no tragedy go to waste. It must be exploited. And it's clearly not about caring about kids because any kid who spoke up against it or actually spoke on behalf of Second Amendment rights or the NRA actually got bullied. In fact, I've got a caller on the line. Brian, who's with me, whose son evidently was attacked in school today, because as more evidence, and Brian's going to tell the story, but my understanding is is that is that after these march uh, walkouts, that then these kids were tried to back into the schools. I don't know if this happened at every school or just where Brian's son was, but a video, an anti NRA, an anti Second Amendment video was played. Hey, Brian, welcome to the Andrea K Show.
4: How you doing, Andrea? I'm uh, great. Good to be on. Yeah,
3: thanks for being here. Brian is from Freedom on Deck. Love the show. Tune in every every Sunday, by the way, from three to five p.m. on uh, uh, Long Island Radio. Correct.
4: Uh, Ninety-four nine, nine news now and stimulating talk. Yep. Okay.
3: So what happened today with Christian?
4: Well, I got a I got a call from my son, you know, explaining what had happened, and basically he he explained it like this: his his school participated in the national you know, school walkout for gun control and school safety. And that after the walkout, they brought in, you know, they brought the kids and had an assembly and that they brought in community leaders and law enforcement to speak at this assembly. And towards the end of the assembly, they showed an anti NRA video vilifying the gun organization and its members, which are American citizens like you and I. And, after the, the assembly was dismissed, you know, people were lingering, kids were talking, and Christian was having a conversation with two of his classmates and um, another student. Um, overheard what they were saying. And basically, the other two students were just saying that it wasn't handled well, the assembly um, and the walkout, and that some of the stuff was in distaste. And, um, you know, Christian said, yeah, he said the NRA video was over the top. And this kid expressed that he didn't like what he was saying and that if he didn't shut up, he was going to punch him in the face. (gasps) So my son stood up for himself and said, no, you're not. I have the right to my... Opinion and you have the right to yours
3: Wow So on a day that's supposed to be anti-gun violence I guess it's okay to have fist violence If you don't like somebody's opinion Right?
4: Sure, absolutely That's, that's what this whole thing is about You know, they, they want to Indoctrinate our children On guns are bad, guns are bad Guns are bad, but they don't want to Address the issues and, it, and there's so many, you know, from from the games that these kids play to the to the programs that mm-hmm. these kids watch on TV to, you know, to 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 the culture. Yeah,
3: well, we clearly have a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country, because, as I've said many times on the show, I grew up in the deep south, Brian. And, you know, almost every boy I grew up with in Louisiana rolled up to the high school every day and with a truck with a loaded gun rack in the back. Kids were excused to, to get out of school if they wanted to go duck hunting in the morning. I mean, this is this was our culture. And we did not have this. We didn't have this kind of shooting going on. We you know, we had discipline in the schools. We had respect in the schools. I also find it shocking, like here in San Diego. That, you know, we can, uh, we've got, uh, had all these marches, you know, for our lives today and this anti-NRA stuff. Meanwhile, here in San Diego, they're trying to teach Islam in the schools.
4: Oh, sure. They're doing it. They're doing it right here. Yeah. They they did, they did a, uh, my son went through uh, a whole, you know, a whole week of learning about different religions and then two weeks about learning about Islam.
3: Yeah. And, and even if the left is right, that only 10%. Of Islamists want to you know bomb us or cut our heads off. That's a whole lot. We got a problem in that religion. So no, we can teach that in our schools, but we can't you know. But it, but it, anything else that has to do with our Judeo Christian values are completely under attack and not acceptable in this country. And really, the this and and we're also teaching transgenderism in our schools. And here in California, parents are not allowed to opt out their kids from being taught that there's five different genders. I mean, really. When the left took over our schools decades ago, they've been playing a long game, control the message and you control minds. And that's really where we're at in this country is they are turning out, churning out these progressive little proggies every day. And, you know, I don't, I'm curious as to what, you know, first of all, what the school did and how they handled the situation with your son and what you think we can do to take our schools back and our education system back and, and stop the, them from becoming such just little liberal indoctrination centers.
4: Well, I mean, th- what the school did was drop the ball. You would think that after a month later of the Valentine's Day shooting down in Florida, they, that we would have learned something. But we haven't. Um, the student that assaulted my son had said to the school nurse that if Christian doesn't stop defending the NRA, I'm going to punch him in the face. It was four periods later that Christian was, was getting out of class and was going through the hall where the incident occurred. And the kid just sucker punched him out of nowhere. Wow. Um, he hit him once. My son... My son is is a deferred enlistment uh, Navy uh, recruit, and oh, you know, God so bless him. Has- Thank you. And he's got to watch, you know, how he acts, and he has a certain character that he has to uphold. You know, that's, right. what, the, that's what our military expects of our young men and women. And so he, didn't, he wasn't going to retaliate against the kid until he hit him a second time, and then Christian defended himself and hit the kid, and the kid fell down and then got, got up and threw an object at him. But if that nurse had said to administrators or the office, that, hey, this young man said this to me and, you know, it needs to be addressed. He's making threats against other students. Then this would never have happened. Right. But because she dropped the ball, mm-hmm. because she dismissed it, just like so many people dismissed Nicholas Cruz and the 39 calls to his house for domestic violence and the numerous. Uh, you know uh, uh, accounts of him hurting kids and bullying kids in school.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know they dropped the ball there, and you would think after that that these schools would get tough on policy, and that they would that they would make a policy to their staff that hey, if you hear another student bullying another student or threatening to hurt another student or faculty. It has to get reported. It has to get dealt with right then and there.
3: Well, the schools right now part of the part of the play the, as as this cultural Marxist movement is really taking even greater root in our schools is to divide. It's a it's about creating division. They know these schools know when they're doing this kind of crap that that it is divisive, and they don't care because it's part of the long game that they're playing. And the Republican Party, in part, has um, turned a blind eye and not done what they needed to do as well as the left has continued to to steep these kids more and more and more into the, do, the indoctrination of the left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, my producer Todd was saying earlier that he likes the, the movement that was going on today. started up today. Hashtag instead of hashtag walk out, hashtag walk up because walk up to a kid who's being bullied and or, or walk, hashtag walk up to a kid who's sitting by himself. You know, the schools could be in encur- encouraging unity. They could be, you know, they pretend like the, uh, Islam programs are supposed to be about anti, anti, anti-bullying, and the transgender push is supposed to be about anti-bullying. Meanwhile, they're doing this, intending to divide, and they're ignoring threats against a kid who's pro-NRA and pro-Second Amendment. No, they know this is divisive, and that's part of why they do it. And we as Republicans need to raise our voices, and we need to push back, and we need to demand that our elected officials write legislation like they did in Kansas to... Tell the schools that you got to stop these programs of indoctrination and you've got to allow parents uh, to opt their kids out. Uh, final thought, Brian, as we go to break, 20 seconds.
4: I would say that you said it earlier uh, before I came on. They divided by putting kids in black and white T-shirts. And, and, and black and white T-shirts, the ones that were in white, says that they're cowards. That's what that message you know, says to me.
5: Yeah,
3: well, we, you we
4: need to do something.
3: Well, your son is certainly no coward. You brought him up right, Brian. And I thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank your son for his service in advance. And how can people hear the show? Freedom on Deck.
4: Freedom on Deck. Go to freedomondeck.com or you could contact us at freedomondeck at gmail.com or go to 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk and hit the Listen Live button.
3: All right. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it. All right, now stay tuned because guess what, Andrea K. Listeners, what do you guys know the real reason for Weisakone lost in Pennsylvania? Well, my guest coming up says he knows because he was part of the black ops operation to push out Tim Murphy before. Stay tuned, more Andrea K. Show coming up.
6: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K A Y E.
8: Men, if your get-up-and-go isn't what it used to be, you may be suffering from low T. This is Michael Horn from What's Cooking Today. Low T hits 40% of men over 45, but many are fighting this battle and winning with the help of Total T Clinic. If you're struggling with weight gain, fatigue, reduced quality of life, or intimate relations, Total T Clinic's medically supervised and personalized therapy could help you. I know. I visited Total T Clinic and got my free consultation and blood test. In 30 minutes, you get the results. And if treatments are needed, you can start the same day. If you have symptoms, just get tested like I did because knowledge is power. There's no pressure and they will educate you. Why wouldn't you want to know? Call Total T Clinic and schedule your free consultation and blood test today. Turn back the clock and start loving life again. Call 858 550 858 550
7: The following statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you want your thin hair to feel and look thicker? With Viviscal, the number one drug-free healthy hair supplement in the U.S., two little tablets is all it takes, guaranteed. Viviscal is clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And right now, a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area, risk-free plus free shipping. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within, and we guarantee you'll love your hair growth results. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by doctors. Here's what dermatologist Dr. John Laura has to say about Viviscal. I feel confident recommending
0: Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrated Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair.
7: It's so easy to try Viviscal. Call right now for a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call 800-335-6708. That's 800-335-6708.
1: 800-335-6708. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Last week, the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals handed down a unanimous ruling that Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 covers transgender persons even though they do not appear in the legislation. The opinion was written by Circuit Judge Karen Nelson Moore, who writes, and I quote, The funeral home fired the employee because she refused to abide by her employer's stereotypical conception of her sex, end quote. That ruling means that there is now no... No determinate meaning to sex or gender in the United States of America. This is a direct threat to religious liberty because the Sixth Circuit said that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act has no bearing on this employment question whatsoever. The moral revolution has but one great barrier to its complete victory. That barrier is religious conviction. Watch closely. I'm Albert Moeller.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most
6: beautiful campus.
0: AM 1170, The Answer, San
6: Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Glad to see everybody out there on Facebook Live chatting things up out there. Uh, Doug Kaiser made a great point that this is kind of like the Hitler Youth all over again. And uh, yeah, it kind of is. In fact, we were talking last night on Twitter Tuesday, James Woods busted Hogg and his sister for coming up with an armband that looked uh, an awful lot like Hitler's youth. Uh, moving on to another topic today, though. Um, actually, it's last night, Pennsylvania's election. Uh, joining me now is climate change denier and Pennsylvania insider. Gregory Wrightstone, author of Inconvenient Facts, joins me now. And he says he's got the answer, the real reason the Saccone lost in Pennsylvania and that and nobody's talking about it. Hey, Gregory, welcome to The Andrea K Show.
9: Hey, how are you? I'm doing good here.
3: Um, well glad to have you with me um okay so pennsylvania a lot of knob boning in today over what uh what happened so tell everybody yep. what's, what's the real reason why Sacone lost
9: well, a lot of people are saying that the district the 18th district in uh pittsburgh area uh was heavily gop it was not and they say it was an easily winnable district for it should have been uh for rick Sacone, who's a friend of mine um uh, but in fact, there 's a seventy thousand uh, plus Democrat differential out of the seven hundred thousand plus uh, uh, persons in the district for number one plus it 's heavily union in um, the original origin or the previous candidate that ran there and uh, congressman was Tim Murphy, who was strongly strongly pro union uh, he regularly got the endorsement from the unions, so they brought quite a bit of of power to him. Uh, And Tim Murphy usually won it handily by 15 or 20 points every year. And I rarely had a candidate to run against him. Rick Saccone, uh, running in the special uh, uh, congressional runoff here, uh, was virulently anti-union. He was for right, uh, right to work. Uh, and um, the unions really disliked him. And that's probably a, a three- to six-point swing right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Saccone's, I think, trailing by, like I think, 451 votes. So it was extremely close. Uh, the other thing people haven't heard, there was actually a libertarian in the race. I don't know if you've heard that, Andrew. No, I hadn't. That, yeah, he got 1,400 votes. Now, we don't know if those libertarians that pulled that switch or voted for the uh, libertarian candidate— uh, if they would have even voted. But the general thinking here is that most of those people, had they voted, would have gone for Saccone. So that would have at least gotten them a little bit closer. Um, so it, we, what we have here is a heavily Democrat district
5: mm-hmm.
9: uh, that that actually was, uh, you know, the union vote used to go for the, the old GOP rhino, Tim Murphy. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that switched around this time, so well, it's, it's not the dire doom and gloom uh, Trump referendum that you may have heard.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the that's what the left and then uh, the Never Trumpers, you know, like Chris Steyerwald. You know, oh, this is the bellwether. You know, if this is yeah. this is it, this is where Trump won by twenty points, and if Lamb wins, this just you well, know yeah. indicates yeah. that the what, the midterms that the GOP is going down. You know, I mean, that's yeah. and, to, and, and that's and just what they a, wanted w- to mean.
9: Lam, and Lamb was a, a perfect candidate for that. Democrats, young, attractive, vibrant—he was almost sounding like a young Donald Trump. And he right. he grasped onto the Trump's uh, uh, tariffs for steel instead of Rick being able to use that. Lamb just grabbed right on, going, "Yeah, yeah, we need to do that." Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he uh, uh, Lamb espoused a lot of the uh, Trump philosophy and ran away from uh, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. So, uh, and it's going to be hard to find candidates for the Dems like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The, it, yeah. I think, uh, I think that's all right on analysis. Um, moving down to Austin, Texas, the South by Southwest Festival. It seems that Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't know what he was doing down there. I don't know if he was just trying to make himself seem relevant or not. Actually, I actually believe that he is just this insane. He has said, Gregory, that he has made an announcement that he is going to sue Big Oil because Big Oil has been, and I'm going to quote here, Big Oil, he's taking them to court because they are knowingly killing people all over the world and, you know, So those of us who drive cars, uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to accept the fact that we're all murderers.
9: Yeah. Well, the facts don't back that up. In fact, I sent you, uh, I don't know if you've got your email there, but I sent you three charts. And we'll we'll talk about it without the charts. But uh, if we look, cold kills 20 times the the persons around the world that heat does. Mm-hmm. That's from the largest study of its kind ever done. They looked at 74 million deaths recently, published in 2016, 14 com- countries, including the United States. Twenty times as many people die of cold from cold-related deaths than from heat-related deaths. Mm-hmm. Global warming, by that definition, will actually save millions of lives. <laughs> And in fact, um, oh no! Now,
3: now you've said global warming is a good thing. Oh no! You must be crazy. You you denier. My
9: book. The overarching theme of my book, and I've been speaking a lot about it, is that rising temperatures and increasing CO2 are having overwhelmingly beneficial effects on the Earth's ecosystems and on humanity. Mm -hmm. It's it's completely well. Andrew, I didn't set out to write a book. We talked about my book. I didn't start out. What I did, I set out to seek the truth, Mm -hmm. because I knew that some of the things as a geologist that we were being told about the climate were just wrong, and I suspected others, and the book is a natural evolution of my search for the truth, and and I back it up with science facts and data well, it's me, written for non scientists.
3: Well, let me ask you this. And I study geology, by the way. So that's one of the reasons in, in college oh. to fulfill, well, to fulfill my science requirement at LSU. Oh, okay. okay. And one of the things that was clear to me on day one, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, was that, you know, uh, it's it's largely theory. Okay. You can tell me, you can send me to the lab and, and, and conclusively convince me that there's a difference between quartz and, you know, limestone, but you can't tell me conclusively exactly how old. The Earth is okay. There's there's some there's some theory in there, but here's what the latest thing is: is it's not even about um, uh, the. And I sent you this article, and, and I want you to respond. Here's the latest movement: the global food system, dominated yep. industrial animal uh, agriculture, is at the heart of the environmental crisis. This is where that go. This is where they're going next, and it's and it's all about trying to convince us that um, eating meat is really. I think, in, in fact, I think this one article said that if if you stop eating meat, you can cut your glo- your carbon footprint in half.
9: Yeah. You know what? You sent that to me. I had never seen that before. Mm-hmm. I've heard some allegations that was way over the top. Uh, but one thing we see, we see it in, in the climate change movement. We see it in the anti-fracking movement where we just see rank pseudoscience and yes. pseudoscientists publishing what they claim to be scientific studies. That are really just like i say pseudoscience these it's it's a, it's, a, it's a, the biggest loser in this and the fracking debate were really uh the diminishment of the scientific process itself and yeah. cause we just see just uh, again scientists or people calling themselves scientists just out there. Almost prostituting themselves on—almost are they doing it for grants?
3: <laughs> Almost, or, we know Al Gore prostituted himself so that he could live in a fifty-thousand-square-foot mansion with a carbon pr- footprint bigger than New Zealand. Okay, so yeah, uh, there there's a lot of coinage uh, to be made, and uh, we will have to have you back and to continue this discussion. Can, because can
9: we, get the, can we get the website out before we go? Absolutely. Yeah, inconvenientfacts.xyz. Use a promo code. 1776 for five bucks off and uh, it's blowing up blowing up really blew up after I was on Tucker Carlson Mm -hmm. and in fact that Barnes and Noble sold out today Amazon sold out yesterday
3: well you know this is not I know that uh, the topic of climate change and and all of that you know hasn't been the trending topics in the past few days but this is not going away in particular this will continue to be a topic hitting it in the midterms and that's one reason why Arnold was bringing it out today because they're about to trot this back out on us and we need to push back on every one of this the party of science is trying to convince us that the sky is green okay they ain't got any science to back it up and we need to push back because really what this is ultimately about Gregory is it's about like like everything with liberalism it's about control. And they yep. want to control yep. our lives. They want to shove us to urban centers. Tell us what kind of cars we can drive. What to set our thermostats at. If they can control uh, uh, everything related to the energy sector, and then they've uh, that and guns, and they have got control over our lives and healthcare. And that's yep. really it.
9: The first quote in my book was from H.L. Mencken. He talks about. Um, uh, hobgoblins of alarm that are that are completely made up by government. They need those hobgoblins of alarm to frighten the population so they'll accept otherwise onerous regulations and taxes that they wouldn't accept otherwise. And that's what we have here.
3: Yep. Well, Gregory yeah. Wrightstone, the author of Inconvenient Facts. Man, the left doesn't want facts, particularly when yep. it involves anything like science and climate change. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it.
9: Go buy my book.
3: We Yes, absolutely. All right. Now, um, it is election season and it is in full swing here in San Diego and everywhere else. In fact, uh, Congressman Issa is vacating his seat. And we actually have a candidate coming up next. And he thinks, y'all know I've been talking about a cultural crisis in this country. He's suggesting that, and I'm asking you guys, can we actually make America godly again? Let me know what you guys think. And by the way, if you want to call in, the number is 888-344-1170. Stay tuned. Candidate Craig Nordahl is up next.
6: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
7: Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444.
10: The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs needs if you need an electrical panel upgrade i'm offering a two thousand dollar credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system to learn more go to keegan electric that's keegan electric com. i can't wait to help you with your power solutions visit keegan electric visit keegan electric com today
11: Everett Stuns is the home of the world's finest bedding and bath products. Purchase any savvy rest mattress this month and get two K-pop pillows, a cotton mattress pad, and a set of organic cotton sheets. An $800 value free. There's also an in-store exclusive on the Eves Delorme Following the River Spring Summer Collection. Save 10% off one item, 20% off two items, and 30% off three items. Only at Everett Stuns on Girard, where one visit to La Jolla
3: is worth thousands of luxurious nights.
12: If you qualify for VA loan benefits, here's a game changer for you. Fellow veteran, Sonia Hadley, has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you won't believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia can find a program to help virtually any borrower, and now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of the equity in your home to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these sky-high home prices... You now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA Streamline refi, the easiest loan you'll ever get. Call Sonia with the town group at Arbor to see if you qualify for the VA cash-out 100% refi. Rates are inching up, so you can't afford to wait. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN. 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 The Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds.
10: We're finding everything we're looking for, so we're impressed.
6: Awesome selection. Awesome, yeah. Just a lot more than I expected to see. It's
0: America's premier gun show with great deals on guns, ammo, scopes, accessories, and more. Some at wholesale prices, plus jewelry, gift ideas, and door prizes. Well, scour through, find the best bargain, and come back and buy it. Crossroads of the West Gun Show this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. All sales are in compliance with applicable law. You can buy, sell, and trade at the Crossroads Gun Shows. AM 1170,
6: The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show on this day in which everybody is attacking the Second Amendment and uh, the NRA. Uh, hopefully, y'all notice that we just ran a little ad about a little gun show happening in San Diego this weekend. Hmm, mm, mm, mm. I just might have to go and check out the goods.
2: I have two tickets to the gun show. Do you? Literally, yeah.
3: Yeah. woohoo, baby. Yeah. All righty now. Um, it is election season. Earlier, we were talking about Pennsylvania and what happened last night. Um, we got some midterms coming up. In, in San Diego, we've got a couple key races. Uh, Congressman Issa, who you've heard on the show um, quite a few times here, is has decided he's not going to seek re-election, and that presents a great opportunity uh, for those out there in San Diego who want to throw their hat in and, and actually get involved, which is something that I. I preach about a lot. Get involved out there. And joining me now is a candidate. His name is Craig Nordahl, and he's running in District California, District 49. And he's got a very interesting, I think, um, I love his tagline and his slogan, if you will, because I have been talking, particularly since this Parkland shooting, that we, we really have a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country and that's really what what is at the heart here so joining me now to talk about all that and his plans uh, should, for his campaign and should he win is craig nordahl hi craig welcome to the andrea k show
13: well, hi, Andrea. It is a real pleasure, and I'm honored, and uh, thank you for having me on.
3: Well, thank you uh, for running. I know that you've been very active in the Republican Party, which I absolutely loved. You've been a precinct uh, commander, and you've been on Central Committee. Uh, you, so you've been very active. What made you decide to actually uh, n- jump in and actually run for office? Sure.
13: Well, you know, uh, Andrew, I think that uh, everything is directed in your life. If you are open to it and you have a relationship with God, then things happen that uh, really can convict you to do something. And it may seem crazy, but, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to follow what you think God is leading. And actually, my wife, who is my campaign manager, has pushed me quite a bit to do this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I first was uh, really interested in running for this race back when Brian Bilbray uh, first won. And I stepped out when Brian stepped in because I didn't think I'd have a prayer. Uh, but now, you know, I see things differently. And I think that the voters, uh, after I heard that Daryl, you know, Daryl came to our church. I'll mm-hmm. tell you, that was the first thing that happened. I haven't seen Daryl come to our church ever. I got to talk with Daryl for about five minutes about Planned Parenthood specifically because that's one of my big issues is that half billion dollars that yes. we're giving to kill babies and, you know, also paying for CSEs. You probably know about that. But the uh, comprehensive sex education, they're paying for that. It is just a travesty when we have a uh, a Republican president, Republican Congress, and they haven't done anything about this. So anyway, so, I, you know, I saw Daryl and then I happened to run into another person who's a very good friend of Daryl right after that. And then I heard two weeks later that uh, he had bowed out, and I instantly thought, you know, well, who's going to jump into this thing? And when I heard the first two people, and I'm sure you know who the first announced were, yeah. I just decided, you know, we've got to have better. That's yep. all there is to it. You yep. got to have better. And so, you know, I'm a man of God. I've got convictions. You know, uh, I'm 61 years old, and uh, I love the uh, Farmer's commercial, Andrea. It says, you know, I've seen a thing or two. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. You know, bum, yeah. bum, 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 bum. I love yeah. that commercial. Yeah. Well, that's me. And when you have beliefs and you have experience, those beliefs turn to conviction. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at in my life. I'm, I'm convicted with all of my beliefs, which are all based on the Word of God. And when you read Our Founding Fathers... I mean, I get cheered up every time I read the Declaration of Independence, yes. and they talk about, you know, those rights that are self-evident, that were created equal, but they're self-evident. And unfortunately, our country has fallen so far away from God that those rights now are no longer self-evident. And we as Christians have got to stand in this gap. Yes. So we've got to use the authority that God's given to us. And so that really, that's how this happened. Uh, uh, and I was actually, Andrew, I was the very... First, you can prove this. You can go to the San Diego Register of Voters. I was the very first person To file my paper, you can see the date and you can see that I filed ahead of anybody in Orange County or in San Diego County. There's 15 candidates. One has dropped out. There were 16. And I think that goes to my intent and my conviction to be in this race. Yeah,
3: Well, I love the fact that you say that you want to make America godly again, because I clearly think I I look at what's happening in the schools and the inroads that I I gave a speech um, Monday. I was the featured speaker at the San Diego County Federation of Republican Women. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I talked about was the uh, the transgender. Uh, education program that's happening. How oh, the yeah. San Diego mm-hmm. Unified School District has been partnering with Care to teach Islam in the school. You know the the you know the the left successfully control the message and you control minds. They took over our, our school systems. They took over our media. And largely, the Republican Party has has taken too much of the position, particularly here in California, that you can be socially liberal or socially squishy and be fiscally conservative. And the, the that doesn't jive because it's yep, the exactly it's the right. social mm-hmm. liberal policies and agenda that the left is using to divide us for uh, an identity politics, all the different ways that they're playing this cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of the Judeo-Christian principles and, and values in the, on which this country was based to usher us on the road to Marxville. And, you know, we've let that happen. But now I wonder, can we make America godly again? Are you as a constitutional, conservative, ev- evangelical Christian going to be able to sell that in San Diego?
13: Well, we will find out, but I'm definitely going to. That's going to be my main message. You know, we need to get God back into the conversation here in in our nation, and especially here in San Diego. Uh, you know, living in the People's Republic of California, we are under such attack yes. uh, every day. But going back to the school, I think you know, Andrew, the the only way that we are going to win this country back is to win back the control of the public schools. Now we may have to do that through school vouchers and. Uh, people sucking their kids out of public school into, Mm -hmm. into, you know, private Christian schools. Or, you know, we have the authority to go in and say, we want this taught. We parents, we want... Christian principles taught. You know, most people don't understand that in California, the Bible is actually a book that is legal to use in classrooms. Mm -hmm. We have to equip the teachers with the ability to use them. We have to uh, put pressure on the school boards. We have to run for school boards so that people will be able to control what is being taught in these schools. And we have to put the pressure on Betsy DeVos. And, uh, you know, she's on our side. We've got the wind at our back. Mm -hmm. We've got to make President uh, Trump uh, we've we got to make sure he is aware of this mm-hmm. and that this becomes a high priority in his in administration. So yeah. you know, if I go there, that's going to be my number yeah. one push is the school system. That's where we're going to win back our country. We can't win back our country if we cannot teach our kids the principles of our, that founded this nation, which are just incredible. They never change. Right. Uh, they've been around forever. They've been around for 6,000 years and nothing has changed. The
9: culture has changed. Well,
13: we let have me, to let be me interrupt you. That, yeah, the bec- culture.
3: right. Uh-huh. Be- because we've only got about a- or so left. And one of the things okay. that I'm looking for uh, going forward from uh, state and local and, and uh, federal uh, officials is legislation like the what they did in the state of Kansas where they, they did a resolution affirming there are only two genders. It's a thing called mm-hmm. science. And then they mm-hmm. put forth legislation that said that schools must provide parents the opportunity to opt out because in California, parents are not going to be able to opt their kids out of public schools being taught this transgender stuff as well as all their other um, I- I- Islamic and indo- Indoctrination. So I'm actually going exactly. to want to see legislation done. It's it's going to have to. It's going to have to be that that's going to have to be a, a part of it. Um, before we go, um, where do you stand on DACA and uh, immigration?
13: Okay, it's simple. Uh, we need to enforce the immigration policies we have. DACA is unconstitutional. That's it. I have a theory that here's what we should do. Anyone, including you, I'm sure you're aware. If you've talked to anyone who has come into this country legally and gone through that process there are more irate than you and i are over the docket program so it's unconstitutional we have a way to work it out but it's not going to be by giving these people amnesty i'm completely against that
3: well how can people get more information on your campaign and uh, decide to join you and help you out
13: Okay, it's it's uh, com, and you can go there. I've got six videos, talks about all of the issues we just talked about. And I just want to put a plug in for the fact that, you know, I'm the only candidate. I'm the best-known candidate that nobody has met. There is a street named after me and an off-ramp, Nordall Road. Everybody knows me. <laughs> and not even not even Donald Trump, as far as I know, has an off-ramp named after him. So I have instant name recognition. Well done. If I can just get the word out, Andrea, I think I can win this thing, and I need donations. So go to Nordall for com and thank you so much for having me
3: on well thank you for being here and i love your slogan let's make america godly again boy amen we, we sure need that so much thank you so much all right now stay tuned Andrew casio listeners because speaking of candidates you all remember romney right well what does romney have to do with fusion gps and obama and why isn't Mueller investigating that stay tuned
2: This report is pre-recorded and
11: sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's
3: the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
14: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path so if you are intending to retire in the next five years you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025 call me for your retirement planning consultation 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in mission valley 800-727-7526 you can also go to my website the that's it for this edition of the word on wealth i am the retirement professor marty schneider i'll be back with you right here on these very same salem network stations I'm <laughs> going
1: this is Albert Moeller for TownHall.com. Plus segment is going to be nine minutes and 20 seconds. ...appeals handed down a unanimous ruling that Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 covers transgender persons even though they do not appear in the legislation. The opinion was written by Circuit Judge Karen Nelson Moore, who writes, and I quote, the funeral home fired the employee because she refused to abide by her employer's stereotypical conception of her sex, end quote. That ruling means that there is now no... No determinate meaning to sex or gender in the United States of America. This is a direct threat to religious liberty because the Sixth Circuit said that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act has no bearing on this employment question whatsoever. The moral revolution has but one great barrier to its complete victory. That barrier is religious conviction. Watch closely. I'm Albert Moller.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Back in one minute. Five
11: is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare madness has met its match. Voted best insurance company by the readers of the San Diego Union Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit Bridalwoodinsurance.com
6: today. That's Bridalwoodinsurance.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Hey, we're into our final segment here. If anybody's got anything on their mind, anything they want to chime in on, get off their chest, give us a call here. 888-344-1170. I was thinking uh, during the break, something else. If these kids wanted to have any respect for me uh, in terms of pushing any political agenda or having any any policy credibility, they would have been walking out, at least in New York, In in protest for Bill de Blasio for kicking cops out of the schools and saying that he doesn't it's too expensive to provide armed security in the schools. So there you, you there's absolutely zero credibility or integrity at all in this movement to the degree to where all it's really done in terms of what do these kids accomplish today? All they accomplished was convincing me that maybe 18 is a little too young to vote. That is, that, you know what? If we're going to have anybody told that they can't buy a gun at 18, they don't need to be voting at, at 18. I think that we have successfully, one of the, the accomplishments from the, for the left in taking over the school system is they've made 18 year olds, uh, the, in, in intellectual and mental and emotionally, at, at least from what I'm seeing today, they're, they're like 12 or 13 year olds were in my day. And remember the greatest generation? Well, I think the average age in Vietnam was 19. And for the greatest generation of World War II, I think they were, what, 18 years old? That's when men were men. That's when we raised men in society. And what this whole transgender movement is about is about uh, diminishing the role of men in society, dumbing down men. Somebody was asking me today at lunch. We were talking about this at lunch. And and somebody and I've got a question, actually, for DJ Carrot Sticks before I tell you guys what Mitt Romney has to do with with uh, Fusion GPS is that somebody said to me today there's there's all this these classes in schools going on that have to do about white male privilege and all of this and and she asked me today she says how come men aren't pushing back on this well you push back did you not did you carrot sticks when you were in a class
2: I did, you know, I just, you know, made a, a comment to the teacher that, that I didn't learn much except to hate myself for being a male. <laughs> um, I still took the class and I went all the way through. I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, basically it's just set up to brainwash. I I felt like everyone in the class was being brainwashed and it was about how the system was set up to go against everybody else. And and I took yeah. the gender class and the the white history and whiteness and in both of those, that's kind of just what it was about.
3: Yeah. And there was, uh, there was a college kid who was actually taking a religious studies class, and there was a, a lecturer who was teaching transgenderism, and when he pointed out that most scientists agree that there's only two sexes, he was kicked out of the class. He was told that he was he was written up and was demanded that he write an apology including uh, uh, accepting her position or his position whatever it was he said no he said that his first amendment rights have been violated now it's going to go to a hearing and if he if he loses in the hearing he's not going to be able to graduate he says it's not going to deter him he says in fact he's going to come back and be a professor himself because he says that it, it that people need to need to enter into that profession and they need to be there to educate not to push an ideology so there are some men out there that are pushing back but i actually want to pose this question to you all out there on facebook you guys out there are the men in america are they pushing back enough against this ideology and what's happening in america and how can we really push back No. I, well the thing is as soon as you push back your your
2: label is a sexist
3: well, but, you know, we got to push back because this is all a part of the way that the left has managed to successfully transform America. If you want to enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people. If you want welfare reform, you hate poor people. If you think the women should pay for their own contraception and they shouldn't kill their their kid, then, you know, you you hate women. We And, and you know, if you didn't go see, oh, the latest is, is if you get, write a bad review or you don't want to go see Oprah Winfrey's movie Wrinkle in Time. You know, you're a racist, you know, but we we can't we can't be cowed anymore and forced into submission, which is what's happening. We're basically submitting to the intolerance of the left, and and we got to push back against this. And it because we, there is a war going on right now for the heart and the soul of America. The battlefield really is in the schools. It was in the media more um, before social media came into play. Uh, speaking of a battlefield and a war, here's the latest. I guess uh, Michael Isakoff and David Corn. Here's why I was upset. Uh, another an example of one reason why I was was upset with a. House Intel Committee coming out and saying case closed on this collusion situation. No, maybe on one aspect or two. I think it should be case closed against the Trump campaign for any collusion coordination or conspiracy with Russia or in any way to interfere with the election. But Michael Isikoff and David Korn have a book coming out. Did you guys know, according to this book, in 2012, the Obama campaign hid payments to who? To who? Fusion GPS. They made payments through the law firm of Perkins Coy. Sound familiar? To do Oppo research on then candidate Mitt Romney. That contract led to the creation of the Steele dossier. So this whole situation that stinks to high heaven with this defamation file that was paid for by Hillary Clinton goes all the way back to the Obama campaign. And they actually hid, they hid that uh, payment under at legal bills which to me should be investigated as well, because I think that's a little bit of um, violate some rules in terms of campaign payments. So that was, that was going back to 2012. So the Republican party needs to continue to do investigations and continue to recommend. They need to start recommending uh, charges be filed and let it also start with Jeff Sessions, who's supposedly mulling over whether or not he's going to fire Andrew McCabe. Are you kidding me? What is it? What, what is there to mull over Andrew? McCabe uh, said and lied, was a part of lying to the FISA court in order to have Americans spied on illegally. He was also involved in the leaking. He admitted that no dossier, no FISA warrants. And he was forced out of Washington with his tail between his legs and forced out of the FBI, I should say, with his tail between his legs. He should not be allowed to be like Lois Lerner. In fact, there should be a way to, in, in retrospect, retroactively, get Lois Lerner off the payroll. Why are we continuing this? That is astounding. We've got shakeups right now going on in the Trump administration and cabinet positions. When is it going to involve Jeff Sessions being removed? He should have immediately and as stupid as it was for him to recuse himself. Why did he not immediately unrecuse himself after the House until investigation said case closed against Donald Trump? There's zero excuse for him to still having recused himself and no amount of trips to Sacramento and um, saying, uh, how dare you, lady um, uh, Oakland mayor uh, for tipping off and aiding and abetting criminals? No, if he wanted to actually be tough, he would have actually indicted her. And charged her with a crime. That's what we need to see from the Department of Justice. We need to see justice. We need to see people being actually held accountable. There. Um, On tomorrow's show... um I can't remember. I think we've got another candidate on tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's uh, throwback Thursday. So we're going to talk about that. I want to remind everybody um, that we've got uh, that movie coming out. I had, remember I had Madeline Carroll. She was on the show from a movie. Um, um I Can Only Imagine. It was based on the song, I Can Only Imagine. I really want to, uh, we actually, K Praise did a screening of it last night, our sister station. It's a phenomenal film. Gut-wrenching. People cried. People laughed. I think we need to start supporting good messages. Messages are, that are about what this country was founded on. We the
2: author from Echoes in Ramada.
3: That's who it is going to be on the show Ramadi. tomorrow. Mike, a hero. Echoes of Ramadi. The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.